Okay, my name's Jim. I'm with CGC Sports Illustrated. Uh, we're trying this out for the first time as a YouTube Live, so I'm going to assume that this is working. Um, I'm also going to pull up the uh, the YouTube player here and keep an eye on the chat. So if anybody joins us or if you're joining us now, you can ask questions in the chat and uh, and hopefully um, hopefully we'll get to them or at least have something to say about some of your questions. Got about six or seven, maybe eight collectors here on this Zoom call and in this live. And so we're just going to talk about graded magazines. We're going to cover something that I think is really kind of gone under the radar and that's the CGC set registry. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how you can participate in that. Um, and then we're also going to recap the recent big, big heritage auction uh, that just took place uh, with some really high dollar stuff that sold. But first off, uh, I'm going to go around. Uh, so I'm going to go to each of you. Please just do me a favor, introduce yourself real quickly. And if you got a slab that you want to show off, uh, show it off. So Lou, why don't you get us started? Sure. Name's Lou McCollum. Uh, been doing this for about two years. Been working with, with Jim. He presses all my issues. By the way, he's the greatest. Make sure you send all your issues to Jim. Um, so kind of what I've been doing here, I'm, my collection is uh, a big in the first pro covers. And I like really the first 50 years of Sports Illustrated. So uh, my Instagram is CGC Sports Illustrated King. That's where I put all my personal collection stuff, that, you know, stuff I never sell, but that's where that's at. And then on eBay, same username. That's where I, you know, put any extra slabs that I get and stuff I upgrade. But I'll show you something I just uh, picked up a couple this week. This is the Jordan's fifth cover. It's a CGC 9.0. I have Jordan's first 10 covers. I own the 9.8 Olympics cover and the 9.8 first pro cover, the 84 cover there. So this was an upgrade. I had an 8.0 before. So that's now, you know, out there if someone wants it. But so I'm always actively trying to upgrade my collection now. And one other slab, just this just came up here. This is a Gretzky's 88 cover here. And that kind of will end my run. Now I have all of Gretzky's first nine covers in the 1980s. So I'm kind of big in a, you know, trying to get all the, of, a, of a pro's cover. That's awesome. Appreciate that, Lou. Uh, Bobby, why don't you go next? Hey guys, uh, I'm Bobby. Um, you guys probably recognize me from Bobby P29 Collectibles on Twitter. Uh, I post daily. Um, can, you, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep, okay. we're good. Yeah, so I, I post daily. Uh, I post every cover almost. I'm trying to assemble the entire run <laughs> from 1954 to the year 2000. Uh, I think every issue is special. I think it, it it's you know, the greatest set probably you can collect, you know, it's got nostalgia, it's got rarity, uh, covers every sport, every major athlete, every major sporting event. Um, and I, I they're very addicting. <laughs> Jim got me started with his videos and here I am. So, uh, awesome. Mag, I'd like to show you is the Hulkster 8.0. Very nice. Uh, I believe there is one 9.2 and there's four of these. So they're really tough to find. Um, but Hulk's only, only appearance on Sports Illustrated and I'm going to roll with the Hulkster tonight. So, yeah, there is a 9.2 Bobby, I know because I used to own it and like an idiot sold it a couple of years ago. So, uh, that's one of the more painful ones. Okay. Uh, appreciate that. Murph, why don't you, uh, take us next? And I think I got you muted. So if you could unmute, that'd be awesome. How am I now? Better. 
All right, better. All right, so, hey, my name's Mike. Uh, people call me Murph. Um, comic book community might know me as the Amazing Murphinator. Um, I've been collecting Sports Illustrated, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, again, until Jim's videos, I didn't know about grading. I do have one graded book, um, and that's Tom Brady, the Amazing, um, at a 9.4. So, uh, very nice. I, like I showed the panel earlier. I got a whole case of bear over here. Full of comic books, I'm not comic books, Sports Illustrated books, and uh, you know, hopefully, I'll get a few more. My my most recent pickup is uh, Jimmy Connors from 1974. His first cover. Love it. I think some of that tennis stuff is super underrated. Um, so I like that Jimmy Connors first cover there. That's really nice. Awesome. Thanks, Murph. Appreciate it, John. If you're there, give us a little spiel, even if we can't see you. Uh, yes, I'll do that. I, I, it says here on my screen that the host disabled my screen sharing. Um, well, yeah, nobody has screen sharing, but uh, your camera's not working either. But that's all right. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, yeah, well, my claim to fame is my blog. We just hit 100 uh, editions this week and going for 200. Um Love the collecting business on the uh, with the slabs. I, I had a nice Pete Rose here. I was going to show you my favorite uh, favorite baseball player, but uh, you're not going to be able to see that. It's a Pete Rose 9.2. But uh, looking forward to the conversation tonight. Awesome. Thanks for having us here, John. Craig, you're up next on my uh, little gallery here. Okay, uh, I'm Craig. I'm up here in the Great White North in uh, Manitoba, Canada. And I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, I have a, we'll call it the future slab, soon to be slab, but it's a, uh, if I can get it in the camera here, uh, Aaron Space, October 23rd, 95 Sports Illustrated with uh, one of my favorite covers, um, one of my favorite teams, and of course the GOAT, and love the headline, love the photo, just everything about it, and uh, yeah, like I said, soon to be going to, uh, well, to Jim and then CGC. So something else real quick, I'll just kind of derail this a little bit. So Craig, and if, I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, too late. Um, so Craig um, had a little bit of a shipping issue with a fellow collector and a problem with the shipping and FedEx and all that sort of stuff. So he and I just tested out something really interesting, and that was including an AirTag, an Apple AirTag, into a shipment of magazines that he sent for me to press. Um, and I thought it was a really cool idea and really neat. So uh, I know that Craig has posted some updates on our Facebook group, which, by the way, if you're not part of that, you should go to Facebook groups and search CGC Sports Illustrated. Um, but Craig has been doing a very interesting experiment in using Apple AirTags to kind of improve tracking um, since this is such a shipping heavy hobby um, an update on that. So I wanted to mention that Craig, and it'd be awesome if you could keep posting updates on that as you keep experimenting with that, with that on the Facebook page. Absolutely. Cool. Bradley, I think you're uh, last but not least. All right. Yeah, I'm Bradley. Um, I'm from Southern Illinois. I run the account sports magazine collector and um, absolutely hooked on, on this collecting hobby, sports magazines, uh, sports illustrated, you know, had them as a kid, think it's absolutely awesome. Did sports cards for 25 years and now uh, I've totally moved to this. So I'm going to stick with uh, Murph's theme on the tennis. And I, I did share this cause I just picked this up this week, but this is um, Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. It's both of their first cover. And this is a 9.0. This is 
is the highest graded copy. There's only two graded copies out there. There's an 8.5, which I owned because I was looking for this issue for forever and finally got the 8.5 and then just upgraded this week to the 9.0. So I like that one. Awesome. And by the way, if uh, you're watching this and you haven't checked out Bradley's YouTube channel, uh, do that. It's a sports magazine collector on YouTube. Uh, Bradley just uh, Bradley and I just did an interview uh, yesterday that he's going to be posting on his uh, YouTube channel uh, really soon here. So go subscribe to his channel um, and check it out. I think that's everybody. Did I miss anybody? Okay, cool. So I'm last here. So uh, my name is Jim. I run CGC Sports Illustrated. Um, I wanted to point out uh, a couple of, I got two slabs. I'm, I'm doing two. Sorry. Um, this is a fun one for me. If you watch my videos, you know, I'm a huge uh, Chicago and Jordan fan. This is a game program from the Birmingham Barons in 1994 when Michael Jordan was playing minor league baseball. Um, I've started getting into game programs a little bit more and uh bought this actually bought this at the national um in 2021 in chicago oh, that's right i remember you got that yeah yeah well, lou and i were there um so uh i got this one graded it's at 9.0 it's the only one graded so it's the highest one out there but i'm just a huge jordan fan and thought that this was a really uh unique piece uh and then the other one just because i like showing off and I haven't talked about this one a lot lately. I'm not a big swimsuit guy, but I think they're pretty cool. This is Christy Brinkley's first swimsuit issue. It's from 1979. Um, and this is at 9.4, and it's the highest graded copy out there. And I just thought this one was, uh, was pretty cool, too. All right, thanks for the intro, everybody. Uh, let's dig in here to something <clears throat> that I mentioned when we started here, and that's the CGC set registry. Um, you know, PSA has done a lot with their registry as it relates to sports cards, and it's been great. Um, and it's really kind of furthered the hobby of sports card collecting pretty well. CGC has a registry as well, and you can set up registries for magazines like Sports Illustrated. Um, I'm going to have Bobby talk about this a little bit because I'm not the and my Bobby is the expert. Bobby's done more work with the CGC registry for Sports Illustrated than anybody. So, Bobby, do me a favor and just talk about it a little bit about what it is and and if somebody wants to go in there and participate in the registry, how they do that. Yeah, yeah, no problem, Jim. Um, it's actually it's very similar to the PSA set registry. You know, um, I, I actually had to set it up myself. Um, for some reason with CGC, um, they don't just have all the issues listed. Um, if, if there's an issue that you want to put on, if it's not listed, you have to request it. And then it's been added. I requested over 1500 <laughs> slots. So everything's available now. So uh, there's actually three sets right now with Sports Illustrated. There's uh, volume one through 90, which is uh, from 1954 to the year 2000. So you can do that entire run if you choose. Um, then they also have volume 91 to, to the present. So if you want to do more modern issues, um, there is also a set. Uh, I started a player set, uh, Michael Jordan, all 50 issues. Um, I am currently in first place in all three of those categories. So if uh, you guys want to give me some competition, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I used to collect baseball cards for years and I'm a big uh, set builder, you know, um, uh, I like to see a finish line somewhere, you know, so um, I think uh, doing player sets, you know, like I said, we got the Michael Jordan set lined up. Um, maybe we do a basketball set or a football set, whatever, you know, but um, I think that would really make it, you know, better for all the other uh, not high end 
issues you know what i mean just uh so you can you know get a set together and put you know it's uh i think it would be really good for the hobby you know so but yeah just go to cgc if you want to check out my collection um all 1500 magazines are uh listed there's pictures of them all and um you know i think if we get more collectors on there it'll be a really great showcase uh for the hobby you know yeah so so bobby talk a little bit about you know what what's the point of the cgc registry is it just showing off not that there's anything wrong with that i love showing off my stuff um but is it really just saying hey look here's you know here are my issues yeah i mean pretty much um they do have an award uh ceremony every year um you got to remember cgc is a comic book reading company so they've been doing set registries forever with different uh comic books you know so um then they started doing magazines uh what nine ten years ago jim something like that you know yeah, so that. um there are a lot of uh other registries as well on there um of different kind of magazines playboy uh seems to be a little bit ahead of sports illustrated with the registry for some reason there's like over 60 collectors on the playboy registry for some reason so um i think sports illustrated will come along you know i think as more people enter the hobby um you know they'll want to show off their stuff you know and uh you know i i like the vintage stuff you know more or less so i'm doing that you know volume one to volume 90 run and um it's a lot of fun it's fun hunting down these you know obscure issues you know and they're all great they all have stars on them you know they're you know you've got olympic events you've got evil knievel you got steve mcqueen you got you know uh michael jordan you know i mean it's it's everything you know from one end of the spectrum to the other you know so uh i i think it's it's more of a cha the challenge you know like i said i'm a set builder and if if you're a set builder you'll know what i'm talking about you know and it's uh, it's a lot of fun you know so cool I, I may ask you to do like an instructional video sometime for me yeah well it's, it's all set up now you know i mean okay. like i said all, all the issues you're just going to plug in your cert number so each slab has has the certification number on it you know okay and you just go to the the volume and the number of the issue and plug in the cert number and hit save and it and, and it saves the spot you know so and I know Bobby, you mentioned. Can I ask him a question? Please do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump in, Lou. Cool. So, so Bobby, you know what'd be cool about this stuff? You know, PSA. You know, they run these the whole sets. You like and player sets and that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm big into that. I have all these first 25 covers. Nicholas's first 20 covers. Uh, I just got Jabbar. Just got the last one. So I have his first 20 covers. I got Magic Bird and Jordan's first 10 covers. I got all the ore covers. You know, you gave me the sixth one right yeah. there to, to finish off that run will russell so that that's the big thing i'm kind of getting into so um you know and getting everybody on them so it'd be kind of cool so maybe we could chat about that and set up to where we can get player guys you know what i mean like you have jordan's first 10 or 50 or you know all the wills all of your you know uh, jabars different things like that. absolutely absolutely you know i mean obviously the set that i'm doing the um you know volume one through 90 uh there's 2500 magazines in that set <laughs> so that's right. a that's a large set so a player set like i said the michael jordan one i already have set up there's 50 issues in the jordan but right. you know to do a you know jabbar or um you know a gretzky run or whatever um i think that would be great for the hobby you know because um definitely you know this i mean you look just look at psa what it, what what the set registry did to baseball cards is just incredible you know what i mean they got sets i mean 
there's thousands of them. <laughs> there's thousands of sets on on the PSA set right. Right, and then people yeah, get so. competitive because it's like kind of your average grade they'll put on there. Like you know, uh, when you're talking about like PSA, the one thing I have 86 clear basketball, 11. So yeah. I have yeah. all graded the 143 cards. Sure. I think mine's rated like ninth or something like that. Yeah. So it's always yeah. cool. Then you're always kind of one upgrade. But then you want to upgrade it exactly. Right. Exactly. We do more of that. More collectors are going to get into it and see this kind of stuff and yeah, you know, kind of have your average grade and you yeah, know, and then having all the issues. And, and you know, let, let's be realistic too. I mean, everything's digital nowadays. You know what I mean? So you want to be able to see your stuff in a digital platform, you know, for the collecting community to, to see, you know, I mean, and like I said, there, there are awards at the end of the year, for whoever gets the greatest set and type of thing. So um, I, I think it's, you know, a no brainer, you know I mean? Um, I think the more people that get into it, uh, the better, you know? And you know what, Bobby? Jim, we could have an award show, and you could, you know, you could be the head of it every year. And pass uh, okay, out little, yeah. We come with statues, we can hand them out to people. You know, that's this. Well, best I'm that, the, I'm the two-time running champion right now, Luke. That's so. right. That's right. Well, bring it. Come try. on, bring We're it. Try. You know, Bobby. You know, we do a lot of business together. So. Uh, that's actually not a stupid idea. Having our own award show—that's actually really good. I'm gonna have to write that down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing, Bobby, that you did mention is this—the the registry awards. So the deadline for that is is already passed for this yeah year. it already Either passed. late Ju- late june or july or something like that yeah but cgc in the last year or two just started handing out cash prizes for their top <clears throat> really their top registry awards so um uh you know there's there's an and a ton of i mean some significant i mean it was thousands of dollars for several of the top categories for wow. the top registry awards sure. but even some of the lower awards were things like you know a 500 grading credit and stuff like that so yeah i think there's a big opportunity in the hobby for registry i think it's something that most people aren't aware of even somebody like me who's way into it i am aware of but i just haven't dug into it and and done anything with it too so yeah. I think there's a good opportunity hey, in, in, in registry yes do you have me do you have me now we do, John. We can see you. Hey, John. Oh, boy. Hey, listen. I, I have uh, a comment on registries. About three years ago, I decided to uh, do a registry on the first uh, 25 swimsuits. And fun. it took me a long time. It's, it's very labor-intensive. Two, I did win an award, but... I have never had anybody contact me because I have this registry out there that they know I have all these swimsuit issues that they may want to buy them. So it's, it's still kind of, it's still kind of, for me, it's, it's a little, um, it's labor intensive if you're a busy guy. And, uh, but I, I suppose if we got a bunch of folks that did that, uh, you may get some value out of it. But they, they do send you a certificate which you can use. Yeah, I yeah, you I've got a you, you got a certificate and you got I don't know if you can see on here, but you got the um you got the little display, you know, two years. you got the little uh ribbon on, on your, your screen, you know, nice. it's like badges. Cool. So. You get a badge. I love it. Bobby. I love it. Yeah. Hey, okay, so um, I really appreciate. Don't mind, Jim. Let me if if I get one second on this topic from from an outsider, a new guy, a newbie looking into this. If I go to the CGC in this registry thing, I remember collecting baseball cards. I think the two most important cards in that set was six hundred and ninety one and six hundred and ninety two because that was the checklist cards. 
as a kid that I could check them all off. So if I can go there, and if someone has something set up for Tom Brady, the GOAT, just, you know. Ends hey, up being a checklist. And yeah. there could be, I can utilize this as a reference tool. That's a good a point. Checklist. I don't need to participate in this thing. I don't want to scare people off, you know, but I can see what's going on. Like one of the hardest things when I was starting to, you know, follow your videos, Jim, I was using Google. I would type in Ray Bork Sports Illustrated and just see what images would pop up. And everyone's got the Colorado Avalanche like this, but I, I found one that that wasn't there. It's way back from Billy '88 uh, and Billy Ripkin, and and he's just in the corner. It's a little variant, but I think this is a great thing because people, like you said, are set collectors, run builders. And you just don't know what's out there, how many is out there. So I think this is perfect. So clap, you know, way to go, Robert, on this. Yeah, and I want to no, no, add no. one thing, too. Please uh, do. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Bradley. Um, no, no, Bradley, you go. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think another cool potential twist on the whole set registry thing is, uh, especially if you're looking to do a player registry, is you've also got, like, the, uh, the SI Presents SI Chinas, SI Latinos, even Sports Illustrated for kids. Because, um, for example, I was looking at, you know, there's only a handful of guys that have been on 10 or more covers. You know, obviously Jordan's 50, and that's that's the, you know, kind of an anomaly. And then you've got a handful of guys, 10s and 20s. But um, some of those more obscure players that are still superstars have only been on a handful of covers. And sometimes the SI for kids, or like I said, the SI presents, that adds a few more opportunities. Um, I've kind of started working on a Steph Curry and uh, I branched out too and was getting some of the SI presents and so I don't know how that would fit into the actual CGC registry because I assume as of now it's only showing the weekly issues but just for collectors who are interested in specific players I think that could be another cool twist to it as well. Yeah, to get issues, you know, and that's the clunky thing about the registry, unfortunately, is that you have to actually message them, I believe, through the message boards. Is that right, yeah. Bobby? Yes, you have to go yeah. to a, um, a message board, yeah, and there's a guy, you have to request that this slot gets opened, and then he'll fill it in, and then then you can enter your, your cert number, you know, but once it's opened, it's open for everyone, you know what I mean? So, right. like I said, I, I there's, there's 1,500 openings now where probably like all the top magazines are already in there right now you know um and but you have to remember jim i mean there's still some issues that aren't graded yet you know what i mean like there's still sure. some volumes and numbers that aren't graded so there's no slot for it you know so um it took some time but most of the the hard work is done on it you know so so bradley you if you want to get si presents and si china and that sort of stuff you'd have to go to the 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 set registry discussion within the CGC message board forums and, uh, and, and, and put a request in there for yeah, there, there, There's a, there's two up. topics. There's one, um, that says, can you add this issue to a set? And there's another one that says, can you, can you start a new set? I want this new set added to the registry. And that's what I did with the Michael Jordan one. I, I requested for that set to be added. I had to list all 50 cert numbers, <laughs> to, for them to open that those those lines you know and uh but that's how you go about requesting that brad you know so there's a there's a girl that's responsible for this you could email yeah I mean, yeah yeah her name but she if you email her she puts you in a in a list that she does that kind of thing oh okay okay yeah i just use the main message board you know and they eventually get to it you know so 
Hey, this is, so our comic book guys, Murph and Craig, have you guys ever done much with the comic side of the of the registry on on uh, on on CGC? I I haven't done any registry stuff. Okay. So Murph, you I, ever done anything? I'm very familiar with it, and uh, you know that I know multiple folks in the comic community. That, uh, for example, um, Ray Franklin, he's got like an entire run of Thor comic books. He's got the most graded. By CGC, and he always every year he pops up his, you know, hey, look at my award. This is what I got. So it is neat. It is cool, and it is something that I think I think there's a ton of upside in our hobby if we can get some people participating in it. Okay, great, great discussion on set registry that went um, uh, into a lot more detail than I even thought it would, and that was great. Um, if anybody's watching this on YouTube live right now, um, and you got a question, you can uh, throw it in the chat, and uh, I'll take a look at it and be happy to throw it out to the group. So next thing we're going to talk about is the big, big heritage auction. This is something that all of us in this hobby, you know, once we saw that those issues were going to be on heritage. We knew that this was kind of kind of set a pretty wide pricing standard for some premium issues. So we had um, the fifty six mantle. The uh, there was a Mike Trout first cover, LeBron first cover, the sixty three Ali first cover, the Kobe first cover, and the Mario Lemieux first cover were all up for auction in the same auction. Um, this, by the way, was the uh, same big heritage auction where the Mickey Mantle, the fifty two tops Mickey Mantle. At uh, at nine point five, sold for twelve million dollars. So it, there were tons of eyeballs on Heritage at that time. Um, who wants to jump in on this and 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 give 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 their thoughts? I've got the prices here. Who wants to talk about? Let's start with the fifty six mantle, sold for twenty seven thousand six hundred dollars. Anybody have thoughts on that and what it means for the hobby and pricing and that sort of stuff? I think last video I said I think I predicted it was going to break the Gretzky record. I think, I think you did. Yes, that's right. So I guess you're close. Was hey, it, less than three grand away. I mean, it was yeah. right there. I mean, yeah, very close. So, but I mean, that just what that showed me was what the ceiling <laughs> is so high on like nine point two, nine point four. Is there is there nine point eight? There are two 9.6s, I believe, of the, 50, yeah. of the, okay, of the yeah. 56 so, mantle, and then there's several 9.4s and some 9.2s. So yeah, there's 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 probably eight graded higher than that one that sold for 27 grand. Right. So you know we have a nine going for you know almost twenty eight thousand dollars. It's pretty you know potential for the the higher graded ones is crazy. Uh, the one that well the two that stuck out that were lower than I thought were the Kobe. I thought Kobe would be higher than 78. Um, that one kind of surprised me. And uh, the Lemieux, I felt was like a little low. I thought it would be a bit higher than what it went for. Well, I think with the Kobe, the pops on those jumped dramatically. Was it a gym? There was like seven of them at one time. And then all of a sudden, I think it jumped up to like 19 or something like that. I own one of them. Um, I think Jim owns one of them. But yeah. I do. And, and I think you're spot on with that, Lou. I think the yeah, pop, so the I, I think the pop counts on that one. And I think the pop counts on the LeBron. I mean, LeBron is pushing 30 9.8 now. I mean, I think right. it's like 27, 29, 9.8 LeBron first covers. And so I, I think that's exactly it. Um, and yes, I do own one of the Kobe's at 9.8, but I think that the pop counts on that, um, and especially the Kobe. I mean, the LeBron is kind of always, you see a new 9.8 show up every now and then. Kobe went from like seven or eight 9.8s to almost 20 in the span of about, you know, six Two months. months. Yeah, yeah, I think it was and, seven, like three months ago when, you know, when I was getting mine and, you know, and you popped yours up there. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that's probably it on the, um, 
that's probably what, what's holding it back is the demand. There's just been a, a flood of the market of Kobe 9.8s, and the, just, the demand hasn't kept up with it to the degree that you might expect. Um, Newer issue. And it's a modern issue. That's exactly right. right. Um, uh, who else has got thoughts? A anybody got a different thought on the Kobe 9.8? You, know, you know what I think, Jim, is I, I think you got, um, you're getting a lot of new collectors into the hobby, and they're looking at it in, in two ways. I, I, I think there's two things holding them back. You know, One is... There's, there's no price guide, right? So it's whatever you're willing to pay, you know, versus the other guy, you know. And the other thing, too, is, you know, some people are thinking maybe there's still some raw stuff floating around out there where I can grab the 500 bucks, get it graded myself, you know, and, and see what happens. You know, I mean, I think this year we're going to find out a lot about how many of these are actually out there, you know what I mean, of, of these older issues, you know, so... You know, to drop 27000 on a magazine and, you know, next week someone buys the same magazine for 800 bucks on eBay and it comes back a nine, you know, that's, um, that may be in the back of some people's heads, you know. So I, I think as we get to the next year, next year or two, you know, when everything starts to get flushed out, I think then you'll see the big money come in and they'll say, hey, listen, you know, there's only nine of these things in the world, you know, these have value, you know, so um that, that's just my opinion. But, I, think, I think you touched on something there really interesting, Bobby, and that is the, um, the supply of raw issues. Mm. And I think for those of us that have, that have purchased a lot of raw issues over the last few years, um, you know, we've definitely seen the supply of good quality raw issues dry up very, very quickly. Yeah. And the prices paid for raw issues has gone through the roof. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's all got to work itself out of the market. That's all, you know, and eventually, yeah. like you just said, eventually those raw issues will work themselves out of the market. Yeah. They'll get graded, they'll show up. And then, you know, you won't see something like Kobe 9.8 that all of a sudden, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 new ones hit out of nowhere like that. Yeah, my thoughts on that are that um, you're going to start to see more and more low and mid-grade raw copies. Um, but I think that a lot of the high-grade copies, I mean, if someone has a really high-grade copy uh, that's raw of a really top issue, it's probably someone who knew what they were doing and they bagged and boarded it or stored it really nicely. Um, and so they they kind of knew in their, in their minds that they were keeping this. And um, I think a lot of those either have already or will come out uh, to be graded in the earlier stages of this hobby. Um, and then I think it's going to be the lower grade and the, the mid grade where um, those, those are the raw copies you're going to see more often. Cause to me, I just think, like I said, you've got those handful of collectors out there who've been, who've been collecting these for years and been saving them and, and then storing them nicely. And those are the ones, a lot of those are the ones who have already kind of caught on to this. Um, so I just think that as time goes on, you're going to see fewer and fewer really high grade raw copies come up for sale. That's my well, Jim, opinion. Can I say one thing about that? Kind of, kind of what he's saying. I mean, if we're going to see in the next two years, a lot of this come out because I mean, how many of these are sitting at CGC? I mean, we're looking at, you know, you go in and put a economy in there, you're looking over a year and with, you know, this kind of blew up, you know, with the COVID and all that other, this other stuff. So, I mean, there could be tons of stuff just sitting there to be graded right now. And we'll kind of finally know when we see these turnaround times at CGC, get back to normal that means there isn't this glut just sitting there that every day you know it's popping every every day you turn around boom ebay there's something new you know what i mean something, something yeah. great and since you brought up since you brought up turnaround times lou i i let me talk about that a little bit because i follow them really closely and and right you know uh, 
six, nine months ago, it was at its worst. I think it was probably 15 months was the wait time for, for modern and economy, economy, which are the two cheapest tiers. And it slowly started going down. And as of recently as about a month ago, it was about eight and a half months. And just in the last week or two, it's popped back up to 10 and a half months. So Wofford oh, <laughs> went to Remergent 45 days. Well, it just dropped to 24 days because that's the two issue you just sent it for me. But they're actually starting to grade that right now. So maybe yeah, it's and, up. I don't and know. And those wait times are always they're, they're missed lower. by a lot. You know, a good 20, 30% plus or minus on either end of that. But right. but um I, I was it was disheartening to see that downward trend in in wait times that we've seen all of a sudden stop and go back the other way a little bit. So um Mm-hmm. Let's hope it. Let's hope it's just. Well, that just means that. that there's more people coming into the hobby, Jim. You know, so I, I agree. It's kind of a good thing, I guess. You know, I um, agree. It's it's a double-edged sword. And yeah. we gotta have that thrill of the hunt, you know. And people are thinking, wow, maybe I can get lucky, and yeah. they're gonna buy more of these raw issues and send them in. Oh wait, they came back a five or something like that. Maybe a little. So oh, I. They, I, have, I they have to do that quite a few times to you know to kind of figure it out. Took me a long time. I have a couple of questions on this subject. First of all. Um, what which auction house do you fellas feel is the house that you would put your slab in if you had a good one and you wanted to auction it? Heritage. Yeah, Heritage. Heritage by a long shot. You know what? I'll go, I, I'd use Heritage. I, I will say I was it was really interesting that was it was an SPC or SCA SCP auctions yeah. had that 9.0 Clemente. Yeah. That uh, got the number it deserved. I mean, uh, and, 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 you know, <laughs> honestly, that issue may have deserved even more than the 20000 or 19000 that it sold for. Um, I, think I, I, think, I think the buyer of that issue got a really good deal, Jim. I, I think so. I, I think so too. Um, so, uh, to, to specifically answer your question, John, I think that you know the consensus is is that it's heritage right now. But I also think that I'm I'm I, I think there's an opening for others out there. I mean, I've experimented with golden. It's okay. Um, pretty good for you. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. They did pretty good for my Tyson first cover. The right. rest, I, of my set, that. I used golden too for my Jordan cover. And, I had and that was five Jordan. And that did really well, and that was like thirteen thousand, uh, something like that. It did. That yeah, was over that a year was, ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was over a year ago. I wish I held on to it. <laughs> but, have you but, fellas it, seen the latest twenty to thirty Sports Illustrated that Heritage has put up? I have. I saw those They're coming in October. Some I think, of those. Right? I wrote to the uh, consign the consignor, the consignee. I wrote to the uh, the guy at the Heritage, and I said, some of these aren't even going to get a bid. Why are you taking these in? If you're trying to build this business, these are what you want. These these are raw magazines, by the way. And oh, I didn't see the raw ones. I saw I a bunch see of, raw. I, I, oh, I, I saw the graded special. ones. There's a ton of graded ones that just showed up there this week, probably 30 of them. Um, and they were mid-grade, you know, mid-quality stuff. And And they're not anything... I mean, I just didn't. I, I didn't see anything selling for a hundred bucks, and I thought that was rather peculiar. But the, yeah, the other question I had was, and I've been paying attention to this for for years. These prices that are showing up at the auction houses the, the two times ago and the last time, twenty five thousand, thirty thousand. My question for you guys is, do you think that's like if you had a if you had a nine oh mantle right now, would you would you uh, turn it into heritage and have them sell it? No. 
Do you think he'd get twenty five thousand? I think so. Yeah, it, it, you know that. So John, well, I mean, there had to be two guys bidding on it, right? So I mean, one guy wants it. <laughs> right. It, it's a good question, John, and I think I know where you're going with this. Is there's only a handful of people out there in the hobby right now yeah. that have twenty or thirty thousand dollars to spend on a um, to spend on a magazine, um, and one of them got it. Um, and Bobby's right. There, there were two people bidding on it. So, um, I, you know, I don't know. I think we'd need to see some more data to be able to prove that out. Um, what I'd like to see is these magazines that are getting these prices, the 9.4 Gretzky and the 9.0 Mantle, those are low grades for top-notch magazines. There's That's nine, true. There's yeah. 9.8s out there. On this. There's a 9.8 Willie Mays. There's a 9.8 Ted Williams. There's a 9.8 Jackie Robinson. I mean, that's a, that's a good point, John. I mean, you talk about, you know, the, the, the mantle and the Ali were the big vintage covers in that heritage auction. None of those were top pop uh, magazines, you know, yeah. neither one of them, you know, and they both did. I mean, I thought they did pretty good, you know, I mean, pretty good numbers, you know. Well, I was surprised um, in the Gretzky because remember the Gretzky is more of a modern issue. Yeah. There's a nine, eight at the point. It was a nine, four. Yeah. It went for thirty something. Yeah, and then I mean, let, then what? What happened? Like a month later, another nine four popped up. So yeah, that's what's. It's hard for me to slake. Okay, do I want to shell a bunch of money off for like a? Let's say example nine Tyson. I love that nine Tyson. You know, I yeah. have seven of the fifteen Tyson covers that are that are out there right now. Lou's horse. Lou is trying to corner the market. And, no, <laughs> I just, I would love that. and he's almost done it. No, I want a nine bad, but I you know, but do I want to spend? Okay, whatever. So didn't one just sell for like twelve grand? Let's say. Yeah, about twelve. And then tomorrow, a nine two comes out or a nine four comes out. So that's where it's hard, kind of with the modernish issues. What I would say probably like what eighty on or something like that to spend crazy amount of money when it's not a nine eight. So my last question then on this subject was: Let's say that uh, we know that the mantle, the nine zero mantle, went for twenty seven. I guess. Yep. If you had a nine four or a 9.2, or a 9.6. I mean, if you went by the typical progression, a 9.2 should get 50,000, 9.4 should get 100,000, and a 9.6 should get unlimited. Anybody buying that? Anybody buying I, don't think, I don't think right now it would, but um, I mean, surprised. I, I mean, possibly, yeah. I mean, I do. If if I had one of those big issues, I'm not putting it up right now because I still think based on the pop counts of these and looking at what sports cards do and when you've got, you know, mantle collectors who are crazy and they want to have the best item that there is, um, I just think that there's only a, a certain amount of time until more people are aware of, of this and how cool it is and how much nostalgia it evo you know, evokes in people. Um, I just think that I think that they'll go for more down the road because, uh, you know, you got people paying one point two million dollars for a top graded Wayne Gretzky rookie card. And so once more people understand and are familiar with this Sports Illustrated, what's someone going to pay for a one of one highest graded Gretzky first cover? And I'm not saying it's ever going to get up to one point two million, but I think it's going to be a heck of a lot more than thirty thousand. That's my it personal will. opinion. So I would will. wait five years, kind of like what Bobby's saying. For example, you know, I own the nine eight Olympics Jordan one on one. 
Next one's a nine four. If I ever, I would never sell it on Heritage Auction right now. You know, I'd wait five years from now. I own the nine eight Jordan first pro cover. There's another one. We know who has, who has the other one. So there's two of those. You know what I mean? That's I think, probably I in think my when, mind when, one when of the, the greatest day, when covers the day comes, in Sports Illustrated. So I mean, I wouldn't sell it now. No, I, I, I think you know. I think when the day comes that Heritage has its own Sports Illustrated auction. Right, like these are just magazines thrown in the Heritage baseball card auction. You know what I mean? They're on the back yep. page. Mm -hmm. They're thrown in, you know, and they're still getting big money. I think you know, in the next four to five years, you know, there's going to be, you know, hopefully an auction house will just will put out a graded magazine auction. You know, and not just Sports Illustrated. I I have stuff here. Um, these get a bunch of money. These are Nintendo cards. Those Nintendo, Bobby, you turned me on to those like a year, year Nintendo Power, ago. right? Yeah, those I Nintendo Power, some of those have gone for an Mike absolute Tyson's first life. Ring magazine right here. Love right? Ring. Ring. This is another one I, I love. This is the first ever WWF magazine, Hulk Hogan, 9.2. Good luck Beautiful. finding one. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so jealous of that one, Bobby, because that one is so condition sensitive. And then the, the last cover is black. Jim, you know, Slam, Slam Magazine, you know, very condition sensitive, you know. So there's a lot of potential. I, I, I think in five years, there'll, there'll be auctions with just magazines. And when you get to that point where it's just magazines and there's just collectors who collect magazines looking for stuff, that's when you're going to get the hundred thousand dollars for the for the mantle. That's when you're going to get you know fifty thousand for this or whatever. It's right. just it's it's it, they're, they're just being thrown into these auctions as like back page add-ons. You know, um, we need like their own auction. You know, for rated magazines. That's like, what I, I think. We'll get know. there in about five years, Bobby. Kind of five like years, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. We'll know what the pops are. We'll know how how rare these really are. Yes. When people see that, see that, and go, wow, there's only like. 300 Jordan first pro covers or whatever it is, then you know that's when we'll all see the what 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 these things are really worth. Yeah, I mean you look at Tom, look at Tom Brady, right? His his Bowman Chrome uh, PSA 10 Bowman Chrome Brady sells for seventeen thousand dollars. There's a thousand of them. <laughs> There's a thousand. The pop count is a thousand, right? And they're selling for seventeen thousand a card, right? So you know, I mean, just the numbers are staggering when you look at the rarity of these magazines compared to the cards you know you've got a percentage of those card collectors with big money you know hedge fund managers and you know real estate agents that type of thing getting into this which they will because they are beautiful the nostalgia value is there it has all the making of a, of a great collectible and we're just not there yet but we're getting there that's what i think we're yeah, not slowly john back to your original point i think you're right in the fact that there you know the hobby is being held back by the fact that, you know, the people that do have, you know, the two 9.6 Mickey Mantle first covers or the 9.6 Ali first cover, or the fact that Lou's sitting on two Jordan 9.8s and not selling them, um, <laughs> all of that says two things. It says it is holding the hobby back a little bit because if those were to go for sale, those would go for big money and it would push things further and further. But it also says that the people are holding those believe now's not the time to sell because there's so much runway still ahead of us in this. So I think that's kind of a double-edged sword in that aspect. Well, maybe that'll help the nines, you know, the nine twos, the nine, you know, the eight fives. I mean, I love a nice eight five. A great, great cover, you know. Agreed. You know, whatever. Agreed. I also think it's important to see how far we've come too, because you know, uh, you know, Bobby. I think your 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 Jordan eight five that sold for twelve grand or whatever was in January of this year. Yeah. 
No, yeah, yeah. Or December of last year. So, I mean, if you look back a year ago, September 2021, the highest price paid for a graded Sports Illustrated was the first cover at 10 grand. There was a Mahomes 9.8 that sold for 10 grand on Heritage. Um, and the and the Joe Namath uh, highest graded copy sold for 10 grand. And they all oh, had that Clemente, an Clemente 9, I think, sold for like 10 something. Too, I, right? I think you're right. And they all happened within about two months. And it was right. all just about a year ago. And that was a big, right. big deal that all of a sudden we had several five figure sales that took place. Yeah. And then we had the Jordan 8.5 that happened. And then we had the, you know, the Gretzky that happened. And there was that Tom Brady amazing. And you're Tyson. And my Tyson. Ty- my Tyson was a, was yeah. a big one that sold in March, and that went for like that went for you know eight grand or whatever. Um, and then the, the the Tom Brady amazing nine point eight that sold on Heritage for I think about eighteen, and that one kind of flew under the radar. So I think that we've come a long way to where fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars sales. I mean that's triple where the highest you know price paid was just a year ago, and now we're seeing multiple of these take place, and we're seeing ten thousand dollars sales for issues take place, uh, you know, on the regular. So, well, Jim, on the history, I mean, bring John in here. I mean, this guy's been selling on Heritage for what ten years. I mean, so what were you selling stuff for, you know, six seven years ago? I, I guarantee you wish you still had it, but you, you don't you know, want to. It know. wasn't even close to this. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I, well, all my sales that long ago were private sales. I sold okay. the 9.8 Gretzky. I sold the 9. Actually, my first slab was the 9.6 Ali or the 9.6 uh, Flag. And uh, I, I may have told this story the last time I was on here, but uh, I took that to Atlantic City. I think it was four or five years ago. Nobody knew what I had. I showed it around and everybody said, well, I don't want that. Get out of here, you know. And now I don't even know what the nine six clay would go for. That's a two hundred, two three hundred, I think. If it's it's one on one, right? None higher. Right. Yeah. I told that it's either one, two, or three wanna, greatest cover ever. I don't yeah, even J- John, John, if you if you if, if you took that, I seen you in Atlantic City this past year, right? I met you down there. Yeah. <laughs> if you brought that issue this year, they still wouldn't know what it is. No. I, I did it's, ama- it's amazing. You know? I set up in Chicago three years ago. The last oh, you time did. I set up, I, I sold very few, uh, very, I sold very little to anybody except guys who had already been buying from me that stopped into the booth and I, I gave them discounts and, and sure. but, uh, nobody really, they, I kind of had a lot of people stop by the booth and they were interested, but the prices they were looking at the prices. Yeah, like, they don't know what the prices are. They don't know what the prices are. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, three or four years ago, uh, I, I can tell you this: I had a nine-two Jordan, eighty-three Jordan. I had a nine-two, and I threw it in on a deal to close the deal. I got nothing for it. <laughs> that probably right now would get. I don't know, 25, 50,000. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, I think that's fair, fair yeah. estimate. Yeah. Um, so a couple of other things too, and I want to talk about the other ones because we've, we focused a lot on the Kobe and the, uh, and talked a little bit about the LeBron and the mantle and the Ollie, the other two. Yeah. I think the, you know, the Mario Lemieux, Craig, you mentioned that you thought it was a little soft on that. I agree. I guess the only thing I would say on that is Lemieux's not Gretzky. Um, yeah. And, and when it comes to hockey, <laughs> seems like it's all in Gretzky and that's too bad because I, I 
I like hockey, and I'm I'm kind of a hockey collector, especially vintage hockey. But um, yeah, I, I sold a '98 Lemieux about a year ago for about three grand. So it's kind of you know it's kind of staying where it's at. Yeah, and I you know you start you know, whittling down the pool of potential buyers once you get to hockey. I mean, hockey's just such a sure. sport these days, and it's unfortunate. I thought the trout um, I thought the trout '98 was 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 probably pretty fair. Um, at ninety six hundred dollars, uh, the pop counts on that one are really low. I think there's five or six. Um, I think the fact that it the, the the auction happened exactly when Trout was having those back problems and people were talking about his career might be over. Now, since that turned out to be not the case, but if you remember, Trout was having those back problems over the summer, and there was talk that he may not, you know, he may not play again. And I think that might have uh, potentially kept the price on that one down. Other, 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 anybody have any other thoughts on on the other issues, the ones we have talked about or haven't talked about? No, the one thing I can gather from this, Jim, is that uh, we're in 2022. This auction was what, July, August, or something like that? August. It was August. August. So collectibles as a whole from 2020 to 2021 were just kind of just all over the place going through the roof. Now, I think collectibles as a whole are coming back to – the, the floor a little bit. They're, they're falling down a little bit, but it doesn't sound like Sports Illustrated CGC magazines are. It seems like more people are understanding this hobby, and it is a difficult hobby to understand. You know, you know what did you say in one of your videos? For every million subscription issue, there were, what, 20%, 10% newsstand or something like that? You know? 3%. Yeah. Exactly. So, this one, for someone to drop twenty-seven grand on a mantle or, or or eight grand on a Mario, I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Now, Lou, you said you're not going to sell one of your nine-eight Jordans because you're uh, a one-of-one, non-higher. But when you wake up tomorrow morning and you see that there's fifteen in the census. That changes your thought, I'm assuming, maybe. Potentially. No, I, I just love the cover and I want to keep it. Forever. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm a big 80s basketball dude. You know, I have the highest graded, you know, Magic First Pro, Bird First Pro. You know, I, yeah. I'm just into that stuff. So, but yeah, I completely understand. I mean, obviously, if I were to sell it now and, you know, two years from now, there's, you know, like you said, eight of them, obviously, it'd be worth less. But still, if it's a 9 8, It'll it'll have its value. But I think your I think your point's really good, Murph. Is the fact that I I, I and again this is all anecdotal uh, information, but there's certainly been a softness in all collecting. Um, there's been a softness in cards. There's been a softness in comics, in coins, and all sorts of other stuff mm -hmm. in general. And that makes sense because the run up was huge. It had to have some sort of a fall off. It feels like if there's any softness in graded magazines, it's not at the level of softness that we're seeing in the other. Correct. Club. It's not. I, I agree with that. I think there's a, I mean, there's the a little bit of softness in mid grade and low grade stuff, um, but it's not at the level that that cards. Cards. I mean. There's a lot of cards that have taken it on the chin in the last six months. Well, and again, remember, that's like mid-grade stuff. But all the high stuff still keeps going up. I mean, look at the mammals, you know, this kind of stuff. And this is what these just sold were high in. And we see on the mid-grade of, you know, newsstand sports illustrators, as you and I both know, you know, we just buy this stuff like crazy the last couple of years. It's really gotten a lot softer, I think. 
Yeah. It, it, it has. I don't think it's been as much. And I think I think you'd right. say the same thing for cards as well. Obviously, the twelve million dollar Mickey Mantle. Um, you know, you'd look at that and say, well, there's no softness happening in cards. Well, yeah, the ultra premium stuff for any of this. I mean, co- there are certain comic books. The first Captain America sold that broke a record. Right. Um, you know, the, you know, the ultra ultra premium stuff will always. Yeah. Um, you know, continue to outperform the rest of the market. But if there is any softness in magazines, it seems like it's not as soft as what we're seeing in other collections. Right. Cadillac don't go into recession. Right. Yeah, you know, even, your raw, even your raw issues on eBay when you are just browsing, you know, you're in the john, you're just killing some time, you're browsing eBay for raw CGC issues, and your marquee Hall of Famer superstar first covers, I think, are still commanding i think they're still rising as as from from you know you know the months that you go on i think they're rising if they look nice i i would agree with you completely murph the, the what i talked about as far as softness or, or that sort of stuff was strictly on graded magazines yeah. prices for raw have seen zero softness whatsoever and are continuing to rise at a mm-hmm. steady steady pace yeah maybe that's price, because more people are for, buying them to want to submit them you absolutely know? Yeah, I gotta say too, Jim. You know, I I gotta say too. uh, You know, I sell a bunch of stuff on eBay too. A bunch of uh, duplicates that I have, and it's a lot of like mid-grade, random issues, like a Charles Barkley issue or a Elijah one issue. And you know, as long as it's like an eight point oh or higher, they'll go for like around eighty to one hundred bucks, something like that. You know, Um, like I said, I like all the issues. I think all the issues are great. You know, I mean, I, you know, obviously it's nice to just get just the premium stuff graded, but I really think that there's a market for, you know, I mean, everything in the 80s, all those issues are great. Deion Sanders, you know, Kirk Gibson, you know, Oral Hershiser. I mean, there's, there's people buying the stuff, you know, there's fans of these players that that want the issues, you know, and it's in that $100 range, you know, and, and that may grow as more people come into the hobby. Like I said, if we can get just a fraction of the baseball card people into this hobby, it, 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 there's potential all over it, you know, so... I agree completely, and I think it is really important that there is a good supply of lower price point yeah. rated magazines for the hobby to grow. Absolutely. Long term, long term, you've got to have stuff at a lower price point. I mean, I just sold uh, like a like a random Shack Slam magazine yeah. that was like at six point five, and somebody bought it for fifty bucks on eBay and that sort of stuff. And I was DMing the guy on Instagram, and he was just thrilled. It was the first graded magazine he had ever bought. He had just kind of discovered this hobby, um, and he was thrilled. And I think that the more we get these slabs in collectors' hands, um, the more that passion with them is going to grow, like it's grown with all of us. And 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 long term, five, ten years, um, we we need we need that supply of low end stuff selling and getting in people's hands to get them interested in. It. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent conversation, everyone. Um, is there anything else that we didn't cover as we wrap up here? Or anything somebody's got wants to say or get off their chest or anything like that. I just I just want to say I know we talked about it earlier, Jim. That uh, on the collectibles app, the Gretzky is uh, just about fully funded for thirty seven thousand five hundred. Um, you know, which is a great sign for the hobby. That means there are investors out there that see the potential that we see. You know, so 
Um, yeah, I just seen that tonight uh, on the app. So agree completely. And for those of you who don't know, the collectible app is very similar to Rally Road. It is a fractional share investment tool. It's where you can buy shares in high end investment uh, grade collectibles. And yeah, that that was good news that that Gretzky um, sold out at a market cap of thirty seven thousand um, dollars. Real quickly, before we go, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to plug their social media if they've got any. Uh, Lou, start with you. CGC Sports Illustrated King on Instagram. That's where I post all pictures of my personal collection. Um, and then the same username on eBay. That's just where I put all my extra <laughs> stuff. So there's stuff that you like. DME, Jim has my contact. You can hit me directly. Whatever. Cool. Bobby, what about you? Yeah, so it's uh, Bobby P29 Collectibles. Um, I post daily on Twitter, uh, sometimes two or three times a day. Um, I got a bunch of issues. Uh, so I just like posting random stuff. I'm also on Instagram and, uh, I do sell on eBay as well. Um, I have a lot of duplicates of really good issues, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, check it out. Cool. John, how about you? I'm Sports Illustrated 9-8 on all the platforms and, uh, email me or text me or uh, whatever, anything. Uh, I've got 1500 slabs here just wait to tell somebody awesome murph yeah um i'm the amazing murphinator you can find me on instagram and youtube i haven't done a youtube video in over a year um primarily a comic book collector getting into this i do have 10 issues all um boston related sports illustrated issues at my comic book presser now um so that hopefully that will get the ball rolling for me and then submit it to cgc and then you know, with what, eight, nine months, I'll have something to show you guys as, you know, what we're doing here, you know, so. Awesome. Love it. Craig, I, 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 do you have any, are you big on social media? You and I mostly text. Uh, yeah, I have an Instagram, but I'm not too busy on it yet. I have a few slabs on there. It's uh, CMC8000 uh, on Instagram. Awesome. Love it. And then Bradley, who's been killing it with his YouTube channel lately. Hello, Talk man. about that. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jim. Sports Magazine Collector on YouTube, posting one or two videos a week. Um, then I'm also on Instagram and Twitter, post daily on there. Awesome. Hey, I want to give I want to give Bradley a shout too. He is doing some awesome stuff. Nice yeah, I was, I was going to say the same thing, Bradley. Uh, awesome work, dude. I, I watched those videos and they, they're so well done. Um, really, really good. And and Jim, awesome too. You know, uh, with yep. the unboxing, but. Bradley, I love love the technique, bud. Keep it up, man. Yeah, Thank great. You guys. Too. I've been I've been watching a lot of those that you have on there. I like your top issues by decade. That's pretty cool. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Read completely. Hey, guys, really want to thank all of you for participating. Um, and thanks so much. And we'll do this again in about six to eight weeks. Appreciate it, everybody. Take care. That's, That's great. great.